I thought rent was supposed to be high in this town. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. but well, it's not. Because I've got an ad in front of me, four-bedroom home, hits the rental market, $1,000 a week. Four that's bedrooms. That, that's great. Oh, yeah, there is a brothel upstairs. <laughs> oh, it's a bit stiff. That <laughs> is the only... Oh, <laughs> the four-bedroom home is a rental market for a thousand bucks a week, but they fail to mention there's a brothel upstairs. Oh, it's a nice surprise. Hello. You know what I mean? You would have been suspicious when they started charging rent by the hour. How much is this place? Oh, it's 300 an hour. Really? <laughs> what do I get for that? The property in Elizabeth Street, Waterloo, cities in the west, of course, was uh, listed as uh, both residential and commercial. Has a car space, a kitchen, and one bathroom, yeah, and shag pile on the walls. I'm guessing. Got a joint is that? Keep it down up there. Oh, can you keep it down? Yeah, I don't like it when when the people in my building use the, use the toilet late at night. That's got to get out of hand pretty quickly, isn't it? Do you know, I had a mate who moved into a brothel once and he didn't know. He didn't. So no, I'm going to say moved into a brothel. It was a former brothel. Yeah, yeah, okay. He goes, oh, you've got to come around and see the new house. And I go, oh, okay, sure. So I walk in and I kid you not. He goes, have a look around. It's really spiffy. And I go, this, this, got, this, cut, this carpet on the walls like, like purple shag pile. I go, oh, that's interesting. Salmon, a salmony colour. Yeah, yeah. I go into his room. I go, uh, what's the big hot tub in the corner for? Right? <laughs> he goes, all the rooms have got him. I go, all right, mate. <laughs> I'm just going to have to stop you here. I think you may have moved into a former brothel. He goes, oh, that explain all those guys who are knocking at about four in the morning. <laughs> thought they were lost. <laughs> I don't know. Are there, are there many rules if you're spending a, or sharing a... House, you don't want to be sharing the bins, do you? No. Kind of, oh, no. It's, it's got to... oh. Upstairs, downstairs. Oh. oh, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, anyway, you, you know what? I bet you there's stories out there. One, two, mm. three, five, three. Of bad rentals that you've had. It's Airbnb these days, isn't it? Kat, have, you yeah, ever, yeah. have you ever moved into a bad rental joint where you go, oh, this isn't quite right? Well, I moved accidentally into a quasi-brothel. I didn't realise my what? housemate that I found on one of those flatmate finders oh. was escorting <laughs> and my nice <laughs> underpants were getting stolen off the line and I thought we had a neighbourhood creep. So I told everyone in the, in the house, don't hang anything on the line, you know, someone's stealing the underpants. And then three months later, I found them on her floor and okay. pieced a few more steps. <laughs> okay. So Is that what you were after? And how, <laughs> I, think, I think you've nailed it. You've nailed it. Oh, people see this as a negative. I'm not sure. It's, it's you know, a brothel upstairs. I tell you, if there's a kebab shop next door, I'd never leave the house. That's a bit of me. Disneyland. <laughs> There's a town. There's a town in. It's northern Queensland. I think it's Townsville or somewhere. It's got a KFC next yeah. to an adult shop, and oh. I go, "That's me." <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go. And then I go into KFC. <laughs> uh, 
1-3-3-5-3. Come on, uh, bad rental stories. <laughs> yeah. Who have you bunked with? Nick, before we get to those calls on the Sydney rentals, let's talk about some of the gems we have coming up on this podcast, including your mate who will be sitting right next to you at the front bar tonight on Channel 7 at 9pm, the great Sam Pang. You two pretty much just trade insults throughout the entire chat. Also, your favourite TV shows. There will be quite a few trips down memory lane with some theme songs on the way. Let's get to those calls now. This is on the back of a four-bedroom home that hit the rental market for $1,000. Seems cheap. Oh, yeah, but, of course, there's a brothel upstairs, uh, which people are saying is a negative. I don't, don't see it myself. I just think that's handy if you think about it. <laughs> It'd be handy if you ever ran out of lube or dingers anyway. You'd be straight upstairs. Or sugar. You could, you could get in trouble with you. If you've got in trouble with your partner, you never. Ryan thought they were just really friendly, babe. <laughs> and how was I supposed to know? It just seemed like a neighbourly thing that was <laughs> going on. I don't know. See it from my point of view. Dave, we're talking about bad rentals. Dave, uh, what happened to you, mate? Hey, guys. Uh, just up around that Northern Rivers area, a mate of mine rented a house that was going cheap. Nobody wanted it. So we went and checked it out, and uh, about a month or two later, two doors up, the methadone clinic opened up. Oh, so every okay. Wednesday night, he'd have us all around, and on Thursday morning, they'd be all out passing out on his front lawn and oh, all that stuff. Oh, <laughs> it was bad. Oh, you get the picture. That's, that's up there. Again, though, could be handy after a big night. You, you never know. I got involved in some crazy rentals when I was younger. Uh, me and a mate took a, took a place, and it was next door to a pizza parlour. So we just ate pizza every night. And it got to the point where, because we, we never put the bins out, we, had to, we hired a truck to come around and remove the pizza boxes <laughs> from our – no, I swear this is true, from our house because we couldn't – we just had there was a pile that we, we we said this is a fire hazard if because we're all smoking and sitting there. I said, mate, this joint's got to go up and we're all going to be incinerated. So we actually hired a truck, like a skip with a truck, to to remove all the pizza boxes. Um, and at the same time, we after that we thought, oh, we should have people around for dinner. And I go, well, that's good. What are we going to do? So I'll cook some tacos. So so we're making tacos, and then we realised we didn't have any. Uh, cutlery or plates. So we just put newspaper down on the table. Oh, my God. We <laughs> put newspaper down on the table and and then just put the tacos on the thing. Wow. And, uh, Around the CSI tape that you had at the front door. <laughs> People didn't come back very often. No. You get not. the idea. Mm. Now, Steve, you've been involved in a similar situation. Am I right? I oh, sort of, Nick, yeah, it was um, up in Newcastle. It's a uh, pretty good place up there. Mainly got um, the one street at um, a brothel there. Yep. The next door to the brothel is uh, Domino's. Yep. The next, next door to Domino's is a pub. Yep. And straight across the road is the good old Maccas. Oh. All right, and that's at least two like of those places have a drive-through. <laughs> that's, that's like Graceland. That is. I mean, I'd never leave the precinct. I'd hold <laughs> that joint in a siege situation. I'm upstairs. Bring me some Maccas and a schooner. <laughs> some dominoes. I'm not coming out. Jane from the Gong is on the line. Hi, guys. Uh, 
guys, hey, uh, dodgy renters, what happened? I, ha- I have a property, well, had, I've sold it now, a property in East Cromwell. The tenants were the dodgy ones. They left they do? the other end six rent, even after we'd been to the tribunal, and now they've yeah. been declared bankrupt, so I'll never get any of that back. But yeah. I had to put eight new internal doors in because of holes. So the handle falls off, so we just punch a hole in it where it used to be. They put a brand new kitchen in. Don't ask the landlord. Um, We'll shift the manhole from where it was to where they wanted it. Uh, We'll just put things in the bathroom. We'll and the kitchen that the old kitchen they ripped out. They just stacked in the backyard. Wow! And 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 no recourse. Garage. We'll convert the garage into a bedroom. That, that couple that... will be on the new series of The Block, <laughs> I reckon. <That> was... <laughs> They've been pretty busy, haven't they? Well, well, they have been busy, yeah. Oh, is it a... All right. Doing stuff to my place that I had to rip out when they left because it was so dodgy and bodgy. Oh, I'm sorry, Jane. Uh, what, can, what can we do? I, I didn't mean to leave it like that. <laughs> Can we brighten Jane's day up, Kat, please, and give her something? Yeah, we'll send her to the Screaming Jets at Paddington RSL uh, on the 10th of March. Well done, Jane. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. Good you, darling. Uh, we could have also sent her to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. How's this flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers was seen on Bondi Beach in his derps, <laughs> in, his, in, his, in his underpants? Can you yeah. believe that? Oh. He, he was on the beach. He signed over a swim. He stripped down uh, to his underpants. How to swim. I mean, great when Flea does it. Everyone goes, isn't that great? When I do it, <laughs> get locked up. It's <laughs> up the beach. You get, you get right back in the ocean. <laughs> glad Molly Meldrum wasn't with him. He <laughs> would have gone in. <laughs> oh, natural. That's Bondi Beach. It's a pretty, you know, we've all been papped on Bondi Beach. You know I got papped there. Yeah. Eating, eating a burrito. And there's Flea. Papped in his underpants. Hey, wearing underpants, that's quite a lot for the Red Hot Chili Peppers if you've seen them in concert. <laughs> I've seen them in a lot less than that. Me too. Morning, I enjoyed our chat yesterday with John Bertrand. We missed out on asking you about some really good captains. I wanted to ask you about Captain Scatino. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember Captain Scatino? He's the worst captain in the history of the world. Captain of the uh, Concordia. Yep. Uh, which he ran aground off an island in Italy. Oh, yes. uh, do you know why? Because yes. uh, he was partying <laughs> on the bridge. Uh, they found, when they went there, they found a pair of women's underpants on the bridge. I'm not making this up. And he basically did a drive-by on the island with his, with his car horn. Because he was showing off. To women, is there more a, a more Italian uh, accident uh, than that? Uh, he was incredible, and he also his excuse was, and he got he got off the boat, if you remember correctly, and yeah. he's not captain supposed to go down with the ship, <laughs> so he disguised himself as a woman and jumped onto a lifeboat, and he said his excuse was he accidentally slipped and ended up in someone else's clothes. <laughs> Bullshit. I swear to you, Wasn't this is... on influence as well? Ah, well, I think that's uh, taken as red. Once you've, you've, you've crashed a ship... There's I underpants it, on the floor, it, yes. There's <laughs> underpants on the, on the bridge, and he's, he's sneaking into a lifeboat. It's... 
It's a fair chance. There's and a lot of famous captains. Right, Cap, so he was one. Oh, I don't know. He, uh, I remember Tony Bullimore. Captain, oh. Captain Jack Sparrow. We should ask him about that. <laughs> How would you go in attacking duel? In attacking duel against Captain Jack Sparrow. How would that work out for you? You know who my right. famous favourite captain is of all time? Uh, Captain, Captain and Tennille. Captain, ja- Captain James T. Kirk. Oh, oh the From big Star Captain. Trek. Oh. Give me some more power. What was it? Oh, I never yeah, watched that. Um, yeah, what was his name? Uh, Leonard, Leonard Nimoy played him. Dr. Spock. That was it. I've never oh, seen it, so I wouldn't know. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're off to a flyer. That'd be a good show. Captain okay. Tennille. That was the other one. Oh, he would have been good. I would love to break him. my heart. <laughs> Checking the latest online. It's Mick Talk. (laughs) This is going bonkers out there uh, in social media land. Uh, We we scour all the platforms uh, once once they've booted up. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Yeah, it's a a booted (laughs) with your Wi-Fi. Yeah, and I uh, Wi-Fi them and. And then Google them, whatever that is. Uh, I do the Google. Uh, one, here's one TikToker has got some helpful advice to cure your hangover. This has been going on forever. Yeah. But oh. this guy thinks he's nutted it. Uh, just dunk your face in some freezing ice water over and over again, and apparently this should do the trick. Uh, now, Tried he's it. claiming there's some science behind it. A yeah, doctor no. on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where I want to go for all my diagnoses. Oh, Doc, I seem to have a problem with my pancreas. Let's let's see if there's anyone on TikTok who can help us. Uh, so he's recently weighed in with his expertise and explained that this method actually activates something called the diver's reflex. Oh, yes. Yeah, Snaps crap. you out of feeling like crap, uh, tells your body to send more oxygen to your vital organs. Uh, hangover cures... Uh, Look, I've got one that's similar to that. It's not dunking your head in water, but this is the one that works for me, always has, always will. It's the only one that shows any sign whatsoever of improving your manner and demeanour and the way you feel. Go and jump into salt water, ocean water. It doesn't matter what happens if you just go, okay, here we go. Bang, you're in. Bang, you're out. Shock to the system. It's like uh, it's like you know those those bats stand clear. <laughs> it's like one of those for your body. Do you agree? I agree. Grandpa, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it is. And I've got look. I'm a long way. Well, I live in Penrith, so I'm a long way from salt water. So I. What do you do? Con- so conversely, I I my pool salt water, so I could do exactly what you said. But otherwise, <laughs> after I jump out of the pool, I just go back to the hair of the dog. Another drink. Hair of the dog. It's a time-honoured tradition. Uh, I'm having one right now. Yep. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's a daily event for me. Can't go Um, wrong. I I, I agree. That's a good one too. I'm sure it's uh, uh, just prolonging or delaying the effect, but it does straighten you up. Cat, what about you? This is bougie. Coconut water. It works every time because it's got the electrolytes. You oh put it in the God. fridge. You wow. put it on ice. Coconut yeah, water is the well, best. Man. What is wrong with you? What? Yeah, you, 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 you should. You don't deserve to get drunk. If that's your, <laughs> if that's how you deal with it, coconut water. 
Yeah. Oh. See me in my office after the show, please. What about Miss Bellamy? Wherever well, that is. I want to, I want to hear Tarkin. I've it's just all, noticed yeah. as you get more mature, I'm only 23. That's going to shock you. <laughs> but as you age, they tend the headaches and being tired and emotional get worse, don't you think? No, that's, I yes. think that's the kids more so the alcohol. As the kids, as the kids get older, dealing more, with teenagers, yeah, yes, it's more drama. You know, I think once you're post fifty, the the double header becomes a real issue. What's the double header? Well, back to, back. back to back, it's like two nights in a row. Oh. Like I, used, I could go for a week back back in the day. Oh, I could weeks. go for seven days, one night. Um, <laughs> So what do you do, Tash? What's your what's your? Oh, I agree. Ocean swim. Nothing better than an ocean yeah, swim. There it is. Uh, get that on MikTok, everybody. <laughs> Tune in <laughs> for the latest. <laughs> Download it. Well, our next guest. He's my <laughs> mates. Uh, we've uh, done a number of shows together. Oh my God. Is this your intro? Well, yeah, I haven't <laughs> really prepared. <laughs> I haven't really prepared. You've forgotten my name. <laughs> oh my God. It starts with no, a P. I- Sam Pang joins us oh, live at the studio. Hey, Tash, do you know everyone? You? Yeah, well, I went straight to Tash. Is that okay? That's oh, okay. You guys are like little school students laughing in the back row, the naughty boys. Imagine imagine, imagine oh. if we'd gone to school together. Mick would have been my teacher, obviously. But um, it's, wonderful to, uh, it's wonderful to be on the show and... and uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to last, but anyway, you've had a good couple of weeks, and that's great. We're, hey, uh, we're going to call you Sam Pang, or we're going to call you Pangos from now on after your, fa- your oh. famous, famous Noosa. Well, yeah, MG, I think if you're referring to the, the, the promo for um, Trump Bar, which <laughs> I, show, yes. I, thought was a, I thought was a beautiful tribute to, it was, to indeed, uh, an to iconic piece of Michael vision. Clark, and have you got it there? Just play it. Yep. Oh, really? Let's go. Here it is. You're a Dickhead Pang, I'm telling you, it's this Wednesday, front bar, all sports national. You are a liar. I swear on my daughter's life. You don't even have a daughter. I swear on Andy Marr's life. That means even <laughs> less. Don't you walk away from me, Pangos. Oh, geez, now I've done my hammy. It's not your hammy, that's gout, you fat. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, it's got BAFTA written all over it. <laughs> I don't know about you, Mickey. The, the words came quite easily to me. They really no, flowed. That, and That uh, wasn't scripted. No. Was, you just it, threw that in on the day. <laughs> and can I say, Tourette's. <laughs> not many people know this, but I, I put on 10 pounds for the role. Uh, <laughs> I didn't ask me to. I just decided to. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, and I'll what? tell you this, gout acting it's not as easy exactly. as you think. It's a bit like my left foot. You know who's that actor? The, the, Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. If he had had to go out there in that park under those conditions and transform from a hammy to gout, he would have gone You've had so much hard. experience. You won, You missed the day of school in grade six with gout. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like, it's not. The, this is not a new thing. But yeah, uh, but he blamed anyway. the shellfish for that. He blamed the blamed the <laughs> yes. And Pangos. Yeah, Pangos, now, yeah. Uh, well, in I'll, the vernacular. I'll answer to anything. Um, it was all there, of course, to promote uh, tonight uh, as we go for the first time this year on uh, Front Bar All Sports, uh, may I say, with our first guest, John Bertram. Now, you've been... Uh, and Lauren Jackson. And Lauren Jackson, of and course. Notice how quiet MG and Tasha are in Canada. They haven't seen the show. Never seen it no. before. <laughs> I'm so traumatised by the promo. It needed a warning, Sam. No, that's true. That's true. You, didn't, you, you really launched into do you know, that, didn't Do you know what? They, what? they wanted to pixelate it, but they didn't have enough pixels. <laughs> um, 
So, are you good to go? Like, you, like you look like you've been in a <laughs> good you paddock over, over summer. I'm, I'm very are, fresh. Are I'm, you match fit? I, well, are you, no, com- are you coming in hot? I am not. But you, but you do a lot of heavy lifting, might like you know, much like you did in that promo. And so, yep. um, and I say this sincerely, guys. It, for me to sit next to Mick and do the show with Andy Maher, it's a it's a big thrill, and we're all very excited about. These all sports shows, you know, um, there's they're six of them, Mickey. Yep. I don't think yep, I'll be doing them all, but that's fine. You know what I mean? Just you, you keep your best sources fresh. But uh, you, they will what out What do you say? Week. You say to me, he goes, mate, you just don't, you keep the Lamborghinis in the garage I some of the not. time. That's what he says about but himself. It's very exciting because we get to get, you know, there's a, what a summer of sport it's been and to cover sports all around the world. Your, what's been your highlight, Sammy, this, uh, this summer, mate? What's been your highlight? The Sydney to Hobart. It's always for me, the Sydney to Hobart. You know, mate. It's, uh, the, the, Are you a Bridget Bella man? The sport of the people. <laughs> and, um, Mickey, you know this. I'm a big Wild Oats man. You're big Wild yes. Oats. I've got a Wild Oats tattoo. Um, I, I hopped off Scandia. I hopped off Brindabella. And now I just, just in case anyone is, you know, some, there's a bit of nuance there. I hate that sport. And it, yes. it is not even a sport, by the way. It's not a sport, mate. Oh, God, sport. I hate it. Anyway, so that finishing was my uh, highlight of the summer, MJ. Uh, well, John Bertrand will be happy to hear on tonight's program that you're not a fan of ocean sailing. What is wrong with you? The other question I love it was when you asked, what's it like working for Malloy Boy Productions? Yes. Could you talk to that? I often get asked because the, the front bar is produced by Mick and his brother and another, and Adrian Brown. I think he's been on this show as well. He's in therapy, by the way, after he, after that interview you did. And uh, yeah, I often get asked, what's it like working with the, the Malloy boys? And I just say, it's like working with the Weinstein brothers. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, Not even, there's allegedly. no allegedly there's no, about it. It's, it is. No they allegedly. should be in jail, those two. Look. Embezzlement's if, a strong word, MG, but anyway. If you, if you can't get one off in a pot plant, I know <laughs> at the office. I don't know what it is. He's just he asked MG to validate his parking well, spot. I just thought you were a bit quiet in that first segment, MG. You've got to do something. Tash, what are you doing on this show? You are a, no, this wasn't you are in my a, contract. Oh, you should double check that contract. It's, you are you know, you know, are a, a, a journalist of the highest order, she someone was. of standing in this country. To, to demean yourself on this show with these two is a disgrace. Hey, hey, it took two episodes to drag her down to our level, so she yeah. didn't put up much of a fight. Any questions for MG? One of the great... Greatest legends, well, state of origin champion, uh, like a Sydney icon, like one of the greats. Anything you? How long do you think you'll last, MG, with him? <laughs> um, uh, well, the, I've got three years on my contract to go, so I reckon if I get to half of that, I'll be happy. You notice that both your co-hosts, they went straight. Whenever they talk about you, their contract comes up. Oh, well, <laughs> contractually, I'm obliged to do it. I've got this such long. They don't, mate. No, actually, no, in all seriousness, to, in all yeah. seriousness, I, I love the bloke. I think I've been watching Mick for a long, long time, and um, he's one of the doyens of, of of Triple M. Um, you think of you know Dougie Mulroy, then you think really close behind him of, of Mick Malloy, and for us to be Thank working you. on the same show, it's it's awesome. It's you know and. On the on the on the you know I do watch the front bar. I know it was a mainly AFL show that you you, you did, but I can't wait to see these these all sports shows. I reckon it's going to be fan bloody tastic, to be honest. Yeah, I can't wait to watch the ones I'm not on too. <laughs> I can't wait to, Who's going to take your it, spot when you go off it? Ah, uh, just do you I know didn't... what? Do you know what? A sack of potatoes. I'm going to get a sack <laughs> of potatoes and I'm going to put it on the chair and I'm just going to ask it questions. <laughs> uh, that's that's just like the multi all all over again. We will get you will be on the, our all sports shows one day as an absolute legend of I'd your love to sport. Come on. 
We've got we've got some of the best moustaches in sporting history coming up. John Bertrand this week. Yes. Uh, Booney next week. That's oh, going to wow. be a lot of fun. Booney on a show where beer is served is always a dangerous proposition. <laughs> I, what about, I, what about I, Bruce Led? Bruce, Bruce Led. <laughs> Is that, uh, that MG? I'm gonna, just going to speak for everyone here, and I hope that's not one of your more topical references. By the way. You know what I mean? It's 2023. I did get a couple MJ. of head knocks, Sam. I did get a couple of head knocks in my footy career. 15 no, concussions in yeah. 15 years, he told really? me, and he's, he's still brighter than you. Yeah. I think that's, that's true. That says that's true. a lot. Mummy, 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 mummy. <laughs> okay, we're still on there. We, Are we really? I t- listen, I told you. During the song that I didn't have two breaks in me, but you wheeled me back out and look what's happened. It's like, like a seal. <laughs> You'll be carried out of here in a box. Uh, who's the guest you're looking forward to? Uh, well, so we've got the what we do it, John Bertrand and Lauren Jackson tonight, uh, which is very uh, big. Song. Graham Arnold, yes, uh, will swing by. Graham for Arnold down the track. I think there's obviously uh, a big wave surfer, Ross Clark Jones. Yeah, oh, I'll sit yeah, not going. I'll sit that one out. You're sit- <laughs> I'm not going to do. I can't do them all, Mick. Do you know what I love about him? He was he rides some of the biggest waves in the world, and it's dangerous every time he enters the water. He got carried off the set of Survivor in an ambulance. Wow, oh, was that, that him? That was him. <laughs> so he, yeah. he, he's not ready for it yet, but that's going to be the first 20 questions uh, he gets. Can I just say one thing too? You know, MG, I think he had a moment of sincerity where he talked about how great it is to do radio. And it is amazing. I mean, you are an icon of, of radio. Yeah. And it's the same for me, though, seriously, seriously, to sit next to Mick as someone who grew up watching him and then to get to sit next to him and do a show with him. It's very, very exciting. It's like, I think it's like, it'd be like working with Graham Kennedy at the end. Yeah, right at the end when he didn't know where he was. That, that's that's what it's like for me to sit next to me. You he doesn't be... know where the cameras are. Are we on? You know, he doesn't even know anymore. MG, it's amazing. Well, it's a, never it's work a, with your heroes. It's, 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 a, it's a show set in a bar where we drink beer. It's yeah. within my very narrow reference. So you wouldn't be where you are if it wasn't for me. You'd have been sitting around listening to me and your gym jams. As a, as a little baby in the wireless, going I mean, one day. I'm in, a, I can... I'm, in a, I'm in a box of Triple M sitting next to you, holding like a tin cup, so I can hear you. This is not this is not the greatest thing. This is not the greatest. The, the, you know the, the apex of my life. I know. Are you good to go tonight? I'm a genuine 50-50. <laughs> chance. This hasn't helped, by the way. Tune in, but it's if... wonderful to meet all your co-hosts. It is indeed. If he's Love not there. Saying. There'll be a sack of potatoes on... There's a potato shortage. Did you know this? What? Oh, no. no I'm Asian. We don't eat potatoes. <laughs> this is good for you. I'm serious. I don't, I don't like potatoes. What's your beef with potato? Carbs, like, That's un-Australian. They lack MSG. <laughs> that would be MG's name if he was Chinese. <laughs> if, my middle name was, if my middle name was Stuart. Okay, if that's the All type right, of stuff you love. Yeah, completely. Wow. <laughs> into wow. Management are outside. Bar. Management are outside already, Mick. It's, it's only week on the lawyers. <laughs> hey, this is it. We've, we've got the show on tonight. And we're, we've gone into our office, but we're all locked out. We can't go in because there's an electrical issue with the, at the Malloy Boy headquarters. I said this on the on the fair, on the the uh, good luck message that I sent you for week on day one. Yes, you did. To, to everyone involved in the show, get out now, okay? <laughs> he will bring you down like the Titanic. I'm Front bar, 9pm tonight, Channel 7. Thanks, guys. Bang. Everyone remember Laverne and Shirley? Oh, yeah, yes. one of those shows. It was a spin-off from Happy Day. There you go. Tomorrow, off the way to corporate. 
There we go. You know the theme music. Cindy Williams, who played Shirley, has died uh, at the age of 75. I always liked Laverne and Shirley, especially I think it's some of the best opening credits uh, in a film. Uh, they're piss-farting around in a brewery. Yeah. I mean, if that's not how to endear yourself to me, I fell in love with them immediately. Uh, it, it was a spin-off of Happy Days. It was a very funny show. Uh, also involved the antics of Lenny and Squiggy. Oh, how good. <laughs> Lenny oh, and how good. And I think Lenny and Squiggy was a spin-off show yes. from Laverne and Shirley. They actually did a Lenny and Squiggy. Can't believe those blokes are still alive. And and I think uh, Carmine was as well. I think Carmine might have been, you know, the tap-dancing boyfriend of one of them. He was... He used to always break out in the song. Stop it, MG. What are you talking about? <laughs> you How never go we... from rags to riches. Wow. Come on, the tap dancing boyfriend. <laughs> oh, now you're even stretching my memory. Uh, but it's one of those things that you take for granted, but when you hear it, it reminds you. It takes you back to a certain time and a certain place where you used to to watch that stuff. If you're our age, uh, you know, hovering around the 50 here, old region, you'd know exactly what we're talking about. Did did you have a favourite show, MG? That, that was, yeah, look, you mentioned Happy Days. That was one of them. I think, um, you know, Happy Days was that show that I'd rush home from school to make sure that I'd done all my homework and, I'd, you know, Mum wouldn't let me watch TV until I'd done my homework. Yeah, it, was, it was on before the news, wasn't it? Yes, yes. And I, then, Mick, as I got older... I used to think, okay, here's Fonzie, who's probably in his thirties. He's got a he's got a toilet as his office. Yeah. He he hits the wall and and women teenagers run to him. It's a little bit yeah. creepy now if you watch the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the Fonz was the coolest guy on the block. Oh, yeah. Full disclosure, I had a very big teenage crush on Mrs. Cunningham. Oh, who, uh, well, just did it. Apparently, for me. so did Fonzie. Apparently, no, Fonzie off screen. <laughs> Same and Fonzie. Was he living upstairs at the Cunninghams? Yes. So for yes. a cool guy, he was hanging out in bathrooms and <laughs> living, li- living in a family's attic. He put the pieces together. That's where the famous phrase, jumping the shark, comes from. So yes. when you when you talk in showbiz, they'll talk about when a series goes well or it it's it finally reaches its point where people stop watching it. They call it jumping the shark, and it was all about an episode of Happy Days where they went to Hawaii or somewhere, and the Fonz had to jump the shark, and they identified that as the end, the death knell of Happy Days. And that phrase, jumping the shark, is now in the vernacular for someone who goes, "Well, you just broke it. You pushed it too far." Well, of course, he'd done it in his bloody leather jacket. The buffet. He had boxer shorts on with a leather jacket jumping over box- shark. <laughs> Sharks didn't know what was going on. Sharks are going, "What do we do with this bloke?" You know, we can't, we can't bite him. He's got a leather jacket <laughs> on. I reckon he's cool. Uh, did you have a favourite show, uh, MG, outside of... So you said Happy Days. Bra- Bra- I think the Brady... Uh, here's a story about a lovely lady. Brady Here's a story of a lovely lady who was Again. bringing up three very lovely girls. Some, 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 uh, another you, story. Yes. I, in- I interviewed Florence Henderson, the mother. Oh, do tell. And I don't... Like talking outside of school, but I'm pretty sure she hit on me. Oh. And I, <laughs> will you, will you say I you am, had a crush on Cunningham? That was my crush on on her. Uh, Fine, well, she would have been up for it, I reckon. If, 
that would have been keys in the bowl after that interview. Um, it is, this is a true story, okay? I uh, interviewed Barry Williams. Um, okay, Greg. Greg, and this is, it, I was pointed out to me afterwards. I called him Greg through the entire interview. <laughs> it's, it's still footage that goes, oh, good on you, Greg. Well, thanks for coming in today, Greg. It's very nice of you, Greg. This <laughs> is Barry Williams. Um, so there was that. And I also have another friend with the Brady Bunch here, because you know the layout of the la- the the house? Yep. And Alice used to live there, and Alice yes. always used to turn up from a certain point in the house. Well, he was studying architecture and went and did a floor plan and pointed out that where every time Alice appeared, she couldn't be appearing from her bedroom because there was no room for it. Said she's actually arriving from a pantry. So, yeah, but, and she's always she always had one of Sam's sausages. I tell you what, Sam, Sam the butcher was putting it about a bit. Oh, I tell you, was any what. Someone said this the other day, butchers uh, get more action yeah. than any other profession. Did we, were we discuss <laughs> yep, that? Yep, we were. I did research yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh, oh, Tash. oh there's, there's our hard-hitting news anchor. <laughs> Tash. Uh, quickly, actually... Tash, what was your favourite show? What was oh, yours? Do you know what? The goodies. I remember the goodies. I just love a good laugh. Yeah. And also Greatest American Hero. And you, it reminds me of a time... I lived in the country and we only had two television stations. So we went to go and visit my grandparents. They live near Sydney. Yep. They had four stations. So oh, your wow. greatest stress Good was Lord. which cartoon or which favourite show to watch. Love it. Hey, your chance to get involved. One triple three five three. Oh yeah. Your favourite TV show from that era. What about the A Team? Oh, I was a huge fan of the A Team. Yes, I love this bit. Get to the chorus quickly. Here we go. That's it. Oh, you knew it was all about to go down. Murdoch, you fool! (laughs) And Mr. T in it. George Papad smoking a big, fat stogie. I used to love it. Do you know, in growing up around the Frankston area in Melbourne, we started our own A-team. We had an Irvan, (laughs) right? And we used to go out in our Irvan, and we used to sneak up, and we'd do something like steal a bird bath out of someone's front yard, (laughs) and we'd put it in the van... And as we drove off, we'd just you'd hear that, like that, and you knew you'd be a teamed. And we'd we'd leave him a note saying it's down the beach. You can go and re- retrieve it. But we got quite notorious because everyone was. We'd be down the pub and everyone's going, "Oh, who's the A team? Do you know anyone who's in the A team?" And I'd be there going, <laughs> "You're chuckling." <laughs> I was like a superhero. Uh, I was. Mark's on the line. What show uh, do you remember from that era, Mark? Good morning, team. BJ and the Bear. <gasps> BJ, BJ and the Bear, bear. Oh, That was like with uh, BJ and McKay it? and his best BJ friend BJ McKay bear. and my best friend Bear And the monkey was the bear That's B- right And the monkey was a bear That's And strange, B- BJ it? was the big truck driver who'd go across the country solving crime And BJ and the bear would help him solve them Yep <laughs> Good show, he bring said, it back said, I say, bring it back to be... <laughs> There it is <laughs> BJ the Bear, me and my friends used to have euphemisms for our testicles. Uh, oh. He used to call his testicles BJ and the Bear. <laughs> he goes, how are you going? I'll just have to check in with BJ and the Bear. Mine was Captain oh, mine, Tennille. Mine was Banana and the Pear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Captain and Tennille are a bit sore today. <laughs> and another mate used to come teaching chong. <laughs> Uh, don't get me started. Teach and chalk about a big night. Hey. They call them Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Right, Out in the John, John Lennon and Yoko. Lennon and McCartney. Oh that would be a, a good one. Jake and the Fat Man. Oh, that was a good show. <laughs> great show. Jake and the Fat Man was a great show. Did, did you mention, Tash, did you mention uh, Greatest American Hero? Yes. Wow, well, that was, oh, my memory of that show, I did love the show, but I loved its appearance on Seinfeld when... Um, George? George, it was his answering machine message. Do you remember? That's right, yep. Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out before I pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. That's <laughs> uh, uh, not bad at all. Um, <laughs> what, well, Kat, I didn't go to you, Kat. What are you thinking? Oh, this was me. What would you do? The Wonder Years. Oh, oh Fred Savage. Yeah. In the news a bit at the moment for all the wrong reasons, come. but this was a great show growing up. Uh, who's the, uh, who's the, who's the hot smart chick? Oh, uh, Wendy. Millie? Wendy. Oh, Wendy was it? Yeah, I think Wendy. it was Wendy. Yeah. 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 Didn't you get a crush on Millie or something? No, anyway. Mm. Anyway, that was all good. Let's go to Anthony. Uh, Anthony, what's the show? Mate, the young one. Oh, the young oh. one's <laughs> very good. <laughs> Once in every lifetime. <laughs> oh. Every time I run into Ben Elton, I remind him that was one of the greatest things he ever did. It was just incredible. Tony's online. Tony, what are you saying? Hogan's oh, Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> I know nothing. Hogan. Look at him. What I love about this show, all right, I would love to have been there when they pitched it. So, oh. so what is it? Uh, it's a, a comedy set in a concentration camp. <laughs> I mean, at what point does that become? Oh, that'll be a laugh a minute. Yeah, so oh. all the guys are just hanging around in a concentration camp and oh, they get up to massive hijinks. Yeah, the, the shootsy. <laughs> oh, God. It's the first time uh, I saw anything, a, a white, a, a, an eyepiece. Remember the, the captain used to walk in with that eyepiece in his eye? I wonder, how, how does he keep that in his eye, I wonder? Who was that? <laughs> That's cap- your takeaway? <laughs> the captain, the, the, the Schultz's boss. Oh, yeah. He's Colonel Clink. 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 Clink's. There you go, Clinky. Colonel Clink. Uh, Macmillan and wife, anybody? Don't Rock remember Hudson? that. Was that Rock no. Hudson? Uh, no idea. <laughs> no, Dennis Walter. Maybe. Chris is on the line, Chris. Shows from that era. Hey, guys. How you going? Uh, Hello, great show, by the way. Thank you. Very kind. Um... I'm not, not sure how far back we're going. Uh, Mash oh. has got to be one of the best. Oh, listen, this. listen this. This is awesome, this <laughs> intro. Early morning fog I see. So Mash was a very good show, but came from a very good movie that was a lot darker. Um, it, it was. Yes. It was a it was a fantastic film, but then turned into a very funny series. Uh, oh, Rick's got a good one. Rick, show oh, please. Comments. Welcome back, Cotter. 
Mr. Cocktail! Yeah. And Vinnie Barbarino. Vinnie Barbarino, John Travolta, who launched him as some kind of. They were Horshack. Horshack, which was the name of one of my testicles for a period there. Remember the show I Dream of Genie? There's a show you wouldn't get up today. No. Why? You can't keep a bottle. Astronaut keeps a hot chick in a bottle. Yeah. And, keeps getting, and, keeps getting. And, and she does stuff whatever he yeah, wants. Every wish. <laughs> well, he goes out and has some fun. Hey, you know what? They, they just keep coming. Uh, we'll yeah, keep taking your calls. But also, uh, what about this? Uh, we might talk about who you want to take in the Deadpool. Like Cindy oh. Williams is dead. Oh, some no. of these people. I don't know whether you can go there. Yeah, what I do think you mean? You William Shatner. I, of course, we, it's William Shatner. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got to be close. He got, who's Mel who Brooks? Showbiz, do you reckon is? Don't date Mel Brooks. Oh, MG. He's, he's ninety-seven. You need, to, you need to calm down. I'll tell you who. Jack Nicholson. Oh, if we were having no. a Deadpool right now, no. I'm going to take. Right, he hasn't been cited for over a year now. That's true. You think about it. <laughs> he'll be. I'll be wheeling him around weekend at Bernie's stop. <laughs> It's a double barrel phoner. Someone's going to die from I can I can Potsy, Potsy, Potsy or Ralph Mouth. Or Ralph Mouth. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't be far away. This is because Cindy Williams, of course, is dead. Uh, Laverne and Shirley was a great show. Uh, Martin's on the line. Martin, what was the show for you from that era? Um, Gilligan's Island. Oh. Gilligan's Island. And I found out that Raquel Welsh was um, auditioned for the part as Mary Ann. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Raquel Um, Welsh. Well, uh, MG, question without notice. Were you a ginger or Mary Ann, man? I was Mary Ann. Well, you were Mary Ann. I was in the Mary Ann camp, too. Yeah. Just those pigtails and those little country tops. All right, too much didn't information. Mind, I didn't mind uh, first and how the third's wife heard it. She was nice. Uh, oh, it was a bit longer than tooth. But, <laughs> but I didn't like the way the skipper always used to hit Gilligan with his hand. No, that's bull- hey, hey, your fault. You're the reason they're lost. <laughs> hit off the front foot. Starsky and Hutch. Oh, oh that, uh, that, that Again, was awesome. I used to call my testicles Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> were, you, were you a Starsky or Hutch man? I was I was Starsky. Yeah, oh, was he the oh, I one? did like I did like Hutch's big jumper. You know, remember, yeah. the, remember he had yeah. the big. Uh, he had a, David, David Soul had he had a, um, he had a pretty good single out as well. Uh, when Soul. I when I that's right he did. When I found out I was having twin boys, I was going to call them Starsky. Starsky. And <laughs> you should have. You should have. I, I was I was overruled. Starsky and Hutch, or Hamish and Andy. <laughs> going to go with. Graham, what's the show you remember from the era, mate? Hey, guys. Uh, Night Rider. Oh. oh. <laughs> yes. Good work, Cat. Uh, well, Night Rider and his uh, Michael Knight and his supercar kit. Was it kit? Yes. Yep. Everyone wanted a car of kit. Yeah, well, he, had, he had a good run there, Hasselhoff, the Hoff, didn't he? He had, that. he had Baywatch. He had another one which was... That's a good life, just running down the beach in your red lolly bags and just <laughs> rake it in the cash. <laughs> yeah. <And> that's well, <laughs> that's a good. Hey, hey, put him in your put him in your Deadpool. Oh, yeah. oh. you've seen him lately? It's all going a bit mm. skew. If Jason's on the line, Jason, what's the show? How you going, fellas? Good, buddy. What, awesome. what is it? Uh, 
Faulty Towers and The Black Adder. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, two of the great sitcoms of all yep. time. Faulty Towers, I think they famously only made about eight episodes or yeah. nine, but you remember them all. And how's this? And this gets me angry. Uh, the woke team, because it's on BBC, have taken the Don't Mention the War episode off oh, wow. because they say it's not okay. And mm. I say, I'm about to swear, you need to be on delay. Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing makes me madder in the world. That's one of the funniest episodes. The major. Yep. Gets stuck into it and faulty towers is on fire. Swear. The old bloke it gets and I just it just drives me mad and it's funny and it's brilliant and everyone loved it for years and years, but someone at the BBC has decided you're no longer allowed to watch oh, no. it. How bad. <sighs> I'm just gonna walk walk it off. You okay? Sorry to the next caller while I just <laughs> somebody. Peter What's your show that you grew up watching? Hello, Peter. Yeah, yeah, Mikhail's Navy. Didn't, oh. didn't the captain retire and become our Prime Minister? Mikhail's Navy? Who, Ernest, Ernest, Bog, Ernest Bognine? <laughs> yeah, you daddy, he's been captain, mate. If you have a look at our Prime Minister, it's weird. <laughs> hey, Peter, get off Peter, the cookies. Hey, Peter, it's too old to drink, mate. Come on. Peter, let's come on. Put the edibles I know it's there, 12 o'clock somewhere, but come just... on. <laughs> Peter's on fire. <laughs> Uh, Urshan, what was the show? Oh, good morning, Mick. Good morning, Hello, MG. Mate. Good morning, right. Ursh. You sound a bit too bubbly for my liking. <laughs> this time of Hi, morning. Uh, what was the show, Calm the farm, mate. Now, what's the oh, show? Oh, yeah. Uh, used to love the uh, different strokes back in the day. Oh, different what you talking strokes. about, Willis? Yeah, well, you know what? You're talking about the Deadpool. I think half of them are gone, aren't they? they yeah. There was, there was a curse of the different strokes and the kids. So Willis yeah. went to jail. He stabbed someone, yeah. possibly to death. Yep. Uh, Kimberly? Little kid, uh, little, well, she was involved in porn, heavily involved yep. in the porn industry. And then, of course, well, we all know the Gary Coleman. sex pest. Gary, yeah. Gary, <laughs> Gary Coleman is. Sex pest. As, Allegedly. As, Allegedly. Yes. <laughs> Hasn't become, a, hasn't kicked on. No. Really? He's, he's done some he's jail gone. time, doesn't he? No, he's gone, he Gary Coleman. He's, he's left us. Yeah, well, well, too late yeah. to get on him for the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ed, look at Glenn. Oh, Glenn, oh, that's no a way. great call. Mr. Ed. Yeah. Oh. Hello. Uh, hello. Oh, he's, Mr. He's, he comes with his own impression. I like the final episode. I like the final episode where they put Mr. Ed down. I just oh, thought, stop. put the blanket around him. It was a great finish. Robert's on the line. Robert, show please. How about the Dukes of Hazard? Love the Dukes of Hazard. That's right. Any time you can get into a car without opening the door. <laughs> I just, it just seems me crazy. And the Daisy, the Daisy Dukes have become a thing. It's a fashion yeah. item. She was That's the first right. to really make popular the cut-off denim shorts. Yep. And I'll tell you, while we're dead pulling, Boss Hog. Oh, I'm going to put Boss Hog right in there very soon. Uh, I think we're done. There's so many more. I'm looking oh. down at Kingswood Country, Monkey Magic. We could do this all day, wow. but we won't. We've got to get on with the show, yep. guys. I know we've already closed the MCTOC files for the morning, but here's a late entry. Uh, I've been scouring the socials. Uh, a Melbourne woman has called for the creation of an adults-only suburb. 
Uh, that's right. Adults only, so she can have peace and quiet. Uh, she's a TikTok user. <laughs> uploaded the video over the weekend following a visit to a local pool saying she was sick having to put up with screaming children. Here's a grab of her. I would like to know when somebody is planning on opening an adults-only suburb where everything in it is only for adults. Because I am so sick of going places and kids are just everywhere screaming. I just went for a swim. They have their own pool and they're in the lap lane pool. Not swimming laps, just jumping in and screaming. And that's just allowed because they're allowed everywhere. I just feel like for people like me that are evil and hate <laughs> wow. kids, we should have our own suburb where we can just be quiet and undisturbed. Well, I'm just going to put my hand hand up and say oh, I'm in. Look, yes, I'll miss my kids, but it's going to be worth it. They can... <laughs> They can stand just on the edge of the city limits while I go and have a good time. Don't you think, I don't know what you're thinking, MG, but when I think of an adult's only city, I just think of a, a, a strip club the size of an entire suburb. <laughs> well, so I'm thinking that. Like, there's, already sub, there's already places where there's adults only. You know, the nightclubs and in Tasmania, I suppose. Yeah, but this is the whole thing. <laughs> this is like, the whole thing. Oh, Imagine tight. that. No baby on board stickers. No, no I, school pickup. No yeah. school pickup. <laughs> oh, actually, he's starting to get me over. He's starting no, to get me. Although, on the other hand, no milfs. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Tasha, are you into a, a? I've just walked in and heard that. What does that mean? Uh, no milfs. Wow. What? Well, does milf or the suburb mean? You mean? Well, you can't have a milf if there's no mums. <laughs> Because there's no kids. Yeah. Tash doesn't know so what how do you know? I'm you just thinking know. about that. The po- I'm thinking about the cost of living. I thought you were talking about the cost of milk. Tasha, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, don't need to buy milk anymore. <laughs> no one cracking it in the supermarket. I, I thought it was a supporting one. It's some mm. kid going bonkers. I tell you what. I know you're not allowed to, to smack your kids anymore, but. I wish you're allowed to smack other people's kids. Yeah, that's, that that's now we're would, talking. That would be... Oi, you, bang. You, bang. Just Clip across the ear. Boom. A little one, a little sneak attack. Come up, an elbow, a raised elbow. Uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to do my own video on these these TikTokers who keep trying to influence on... You know, they, 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 this another one, but I'm a TikTok user. Can I have a suburb that's got no children? How about... Can I have a suburb that has no TikTok in it? That'd be nice. Whoa. How about that? Hey, How about gee. that as a suburb? Hey, 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 hey. You've gone too far now. What, no social media, no phone? None, none. What are we, what are we going to do? What, talk we're to gonna, each other? We're going to have what fun. We, we're going to talk to each other. We're going to play touch football on the road. We're going to play cricket right, in the gonna, street. We might climb a tree. Do you we might climb, climb a tree, tree. and dangerous. make a treehouse. Uh, <laughs> How's that sound? Yes. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do. We'll make a billy cart. Oh, yes. Imagine that. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll steal, what we'll do is we'll steal the trolley from the shopping centre and take the wheels off and put that on the billy cart. Oh, oh, that's, too the, that's too far. I thought there were no kids in this suburb. It's <laughs> <laughs> just us. All right. Gaia, he's over over his head. What a try. Big Mark Gaia towering over him. MG Sport Report. Yeah, MG, yeah, 29 days till the NRL kickoff, eight days till the first trial oh, yeah. game, and now that cricket's over, well, let's talk about rugby oh. league. Well, yeah, you're right, Kat. It's, um, now that cricket is behind us, we start looking at our footy seasons, and firstly, let's start with um, Eddie Jones, one of Eddie Jones's target for rugby union, Will Penasini, 
Parramatta sensation in the centres. He signed an extension to stay with the Eels, so that's a big cross next to Eddie. There's one down, probably three to go. Eddie, I don't think you're going to get any of you men, mate. Yep. Um, you're barking up the wrong tree, so just worry about your own code and don't worry about chasing NRL players. All right, Bulldogs. settle down, big fella. Settle down. No, no. So uh, sorry, mate. I'll just, he's just, got just, under you know. your skin, hasn't he? Well, he's come, he's come with a lot of pizzazz. Eddie, I, I, look, I've spoken to Eddie in, in many interviews. He's a sensational bloke. But when you come start trying to, you know, take our players to your code, and and I feel I, I feel more for the junior rugby union players who, at the grassroots, uh, you know, level, trying to say, well, they want to buy these guys and, and get them in front of us. I don't, I don't get it. Um, right. The Bulldogs have announced uh, co-captains with Rude Marnie and Matt Burton as their game day co-captains this year. What do you think? Okay, about that, I want to ask you about co-captains because I don't care what code it is. I'm not a fan, and I. I don't understand what you get. A captain by nature, there's one, only one captain or one skipper, and that's been it since time immemorial. If there's a boat, there's one skipper. If there's a, in a military operation, there's one boss. I don't. Imagine, imagine if you said to the coach who's doing that, oh, what about co-coaches? Why don't we have co-coaches? They'd go, that's bullshit. You can't do yeah. that. There's only one coach. Where do you stand? Were you ever involved in a co-captaincy scenario? No, no, I was, like, we used to call it vice-captain. We used to have a... You know, yeah, we that's have right. A, yeah, captain, a captain and vice-captain. Vice if anything goes yeah, wrong with the captain... It, it is a kind of an in-vogue thing these days in sport, in, in rugby league in particular. Uh, obviously, the Penrith Panthers, who won the comp the last two years, had a, a forwards captain, which was Isaiah Yeo, and a, and a backs captain, which was um, Nathan Cleary. So they become co-captains. Um, last year, uh, the West Tigers, the, you, your Tigers are the AFL model. Well, the Tigers yeah. up here had five captains. They were, they were known as the hand. Five. five captains. Who were they captaining? No one. <laughs> Who goes uh, out for the toss of the coin? They toss it me like a game of two up. You have exactly. a go, I'll have a go. You have a go, I'll have a go. <laughs> and just uh, final, a couple of quick ones. Um, look, the Sharkies fans have uh, been dealt a couple of blows. Young K Dykes, um, up and coming full, uh, fullback, reportedly has done his ACL in a uh, pre season accident, which is shocking news for them. Um, yep. Only a day or two after using uh, losing their young fullback Lockie Miller to the uh, the Newcastle Knights, who who have um, now looked like they've got a fantastic spine. Let's finish on Luke Brooks. Luke Brooks is a much maligned rugby league player, Mick for the West Tigers. Yep. Um, he wants he wants his old mate Mitch Moses to come back and and fill the role of the five eight role. So this this is what he said yesterday or the day before. Obviously played a lot of footy growing up together, and um, yeah, had a few years in first grade. I sort of wish we were playing. Uh, I think when we came in, we were young and sort of didn't really know how to play in first grade. Now that we've learned a lot, I think we'll, um, we'll be uh, good together. Are you in his Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a few of us are. <laughs> now, that's fine. I, I get that he wants to play with his old teammate again, but he's got a player at the West Tigers now called Adam Dewey, who I think could be one of their best players, if not the best player for the West Tigers. And I think he could develop into something like Matt Burton is at, at the Bulldogs. So if I'm Luke Brooks, I'm worried about what I've got, not what I haven't got. And I'm thinking that you should worry about your own backyard. And Matt Burton-esque uh, Adam Dewey will, will, will inspire your team. I don't think Mitchell Moses is going anywhere. He's going to stay at the Eels. He looked like he was going to leave clubs and go to the Dogs or, or the Tigers, but I think he's going to stay at the Eels, and, and I hope he does. Um, but as you mentioned, Cat, 29 days till NRL kicks off, eight days till the first trial. Giddy up. We are done and dusted for another day. Well done, everybody. What do you got on tonight, guys? MG, you up to anything? Mate, I'm, uh, I'll be at the gym the Sabo till about 6, and I'm going to come home and cook a barbecue, and then I'll be in front of the TV about 5 to 9, ready for the front bar, my man.
Oh, good on you, mate. Thanks for your support. Front bar tonight, channel... What channel is it? Seven, Seven. at nine o'clock. <laughs> Seven. Uh, yeah. I've got John Bertrand, Lauren Jackson on board. Uh, should be a load of fun. What are you doing, Kat? I'm taking my parents mattress shopping, so... Okay. I didn't... I wasn't... I wasn't going to anticipate that. No, You're going to give me ten shots at it, and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> really? When, why are you going with your parents? Why do they want your I opinion? Or do you, no, oh, you no, drive. I certainly will not be giving any opinions, but I know my dad will lie on every – we'll be there for hours. He'll lie so on every single one. Do you drive so they get on the drink while they're driving around? Like, so are they are they on the drink while you're driving? No, it's just because I feel more trusted in my okay. driving than theirs. So, okay. yeah. And do they get on uh, like the bed and spoon each other and go, "Ooh, this is oh. nice. <laughs> this is good." Uh, <laughs> they still sleep in the same still bed. Active? They, they are, they still and active I hear in that about it. At, uh, yes, they are very much in love. Still oh at seventy-eight. Yeah. Good. We've got to get them on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we need to do that. <laughs> All right. I want a full report on the mattress shopping in the morning. Well done, one. Well done, all. Have a great day. Good on you, Sydney. Bye. Bye-bye. Nick Malloy, MG in the morning.